0: Good morning, Four Oaks Church. Pastor Paul here on a chilly, chilly Wednesday, November 29th, year of our Lord, 2023. So glad that you've joined us for this round of our pastoral devotionals. We are making our way through Matthew's gospel and we are in Matthew chapter 13. And this chapter in Matthew is meant to provide in the form of almost like a commentary on the part of Jesus about the state of people's souls as they are responding, or shall we say, not responding to the message of the kingdom, the message of the gospel. And the way that Jesus wants to communicate these principles or truths or things that we're observing is through stories. And so last week was the parable of the sower. And this week we're looking at the parable of the weeds. And both of these are, these parables are examining uh, different but closely related realities. And And the parable of the sower was essentially, how do we explain the fact that people, so many people, different people have so many different responses to the same message of Jesus. And this had to do, of course, with the condition of the soil of people's hearts. But now Jesus is is wanting to answer a different question. And this question is, how do we live in light of the reality that there are, in fact, going to be those who respond to the message of the kingdom and those who don't respond to the message of the kingdom? God, why don't you just restore your kingdom now and go ahead and bring judgment on all those who have not responded. And that's where we're we're camping out. And so let me do this. Let me read um, Matthew 24. Let me read the parable and then Jesus's explanation of the parable. And let's dig in. So this is Matthew chapter 13, beginning at verse 24. He put another parable before them saying, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. lest in gathering the weeds you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Now go down to to verse 36, and we're going to come back to the other stuff um, in the next day or two. But let's look at what Jesus' explanation is to the disciples About this parable. Verse 36, chapter 13. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed is the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. What's great about this parable is that Jesus actually explains who the principal characters are and who is doing what, okay? So let's just rehearse that briefly from that explanation. Jesus is the sower, the son of man. And the seed, of course, is here, um, is the seed of his word, but it's good seed, okay? Okay. And this seed, God's word, it's good seed, um, gives birth to the sons of the kingdom, okay? These are those that Jesus refers to as the wheat, okay? These are the the true believers, those who are trusting in Jesus Christ and following him and trusting their lives to him who have hearts regenerated. Well, at the same time, growing amidst the, the wheat Are what we would call tears or weeds, all right? And these are bad seed. These are seed not regenerated by the by the Word of God, um, but but implanted, controlled by Satan himself. And Jesus says, at the end of the age, when He returns for His second coming, there will be a great harvest. Okay. And the, in the Bible always uses the word harvest in relationship to judgment. Um, and there, and there's going to be two gatherings that happen. Jesus says there's going to be a gathering of the wheat. Okay. And these of course represent the people of God. And by the way, all throughout the scriptures, angels are designated as God's instrument of judgment. Okay. So they're going to, so the angels are going to gather up the wheat, God's people on one hand, and and and, and, and sort of escort them into entrance into the kingdom. But there's going to be a second gathering, and this is the gathering of the tares, okay, or of the weeds. And these are also going to be gathered up by the angels, except these are not going to be restored into the kingdom of God. They're going to be burned up with fire. There's going to be um, a, a, an eternal punishment for them, okay? So so that's the, that's the, that's the picture, okay? What the parable, though, is is really after is to say, what do we do in the meantime, right? Because God is delaying his judgment, and we are called toward a particular posture, okay, in between these first and second comings. So go back to the original parable, and I want you to look at verses 28 and 29. This is really crucial. Jesus said to them, an enemy has done this. So the servant said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, "No, lest in gathering the weeds you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will tell the reapers to gather the weeds." Okay. So what what, what's happening in the parable? um, The sons of the kingdom are saying, "Okay, God." Here we have this mass of humanity or bad seed, sons of Satan, people who have rejected your kingdom, shall we go and uproot them, okay? Or shall we go and bring judgment upon them? Should we rid the earth of them? Um, Should we do our part to enforce and bring your kingdom now into play? And Jesus's response is very interesting. And he says, no, don't do that. Because um, if you're not careful, you're going to end up wiping out, killing those who are actually true seed. Okay. Um, now, what is what is Jesus saying here? Okay. Well, remember, you, with 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 metaphors, with parables, they all have their limits in terms of how far you take them. But I think here is the here is the general idea. Jesus looks out over the mass of humanity and he is calling people to himself right he is he is he is casting out his seed and people some are responding and some are not responding however there are some who are not responding but yet when given more time will respond okay so that's the whole point of evangelism right and Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. It's not your job to render judgment against the world. Don't judge the world. You um, just be faithful to scatter seed, okay? Um, Because you may think you're doing a righteous thing, okay, by casting out evildoers, by waging holy war, by uh, eradicating the evil among us, he said, but what you may not know but that i know is that some of those people are mine they're they're, they, they have not turned their hearts to me yet but i'm wooing them i'm calling to them i'm working in them i have a plan for them and so part of the 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 holding on to or the waiting upon god's ultimate judgment at the end of the age god says is that i'm not done Raising up good seed, and 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 if you treat this like it's a fate complete, like there are those who've responded and those who haven't, wipe out those who haven't. You're missing the whole point of the gospel, and that's to seek and save that which is lost. Now this is, has just tons of implications, right? I think it's one of the most clear. Uh, it's one of the clearest exp- uh, passages in the New Testament about the posture of Christians towards a civil or national church or kingdom, right? Um, When you look throughout the ages, one of the great failings of the church historically is when it has taken up arms, literally, in the hopes of um, wiping out the pagan or the infidel. We think about the Crusades. We think about uh, misguided attempts to attempt to um, enforce the law of God uh, or the word of God by force, okay, or by coercion. And Jesus is saying, "Listen, in my kingdom, okay, there's going to be judgment, and there it's going to be a it's going to be a dictatorship, a benevolent one, a glorious one in my kingdom. But for now, don't do that, okay? Don't go murder your opponents. Don't go kill abortion doctors. Don't you, you, you kind of get the idea, don't take up those arms because some of those people that you are trying to, um, to kill are actually uh, going to be people that belong to me, okay? And so take a posture of patience, take a posture of, of, of faithfulness, and trust that I'll take care of all the results at the end of the age, but your job right now is to continue to scatter seed. So this is one reason why Jesus says, no, don't try to remove the tears, don't try to remove the weeds, because of what I'm doing in the world. Now, there's a second reason, and this doesn't have just to do with what Jesus is doing in the world, this has to do with what Jesus is doing in the church, and that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Let's pray. Lord, give us a heart of faithfulness, not of anger, not of bitterness, not of self-righteousness, but of, of, of mercy and grace, knowing that even those who oppose your ways and your kingdom, there are those in there, in that amongst them, that are destined to know you, that belong to you, have been chosen by you. And Lord, let us live in faithfulness to them. Lord, we ask these things in your son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. Thanks everybody, see you tomorrow.